Flyover family. We're backstage day two of the Reawaken America event in Nashville, Tennessee. Yes. And I have two of the women that are behind Clay Clark. We have Vanessa Clark and Havana Clark. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for Thanks having us. us. Absolutely. It's exciting. We've got a little mother-daughter, you know, combo here. This and is the first combo interview I think we've done, which is really, really kind of fun. And, and we requested this. We, we, we grabbed it because we've been around your guys' world quite a bit. We've been at business conferences with Clay. Yes. People have seen, you know, these these events with Clay. But there is a there is a lot that the, the pit crew that takes to, to make Clay possible. <laughs> to make these events possible. They kind of keep him upright, moving, moving, moving forward. It's a great adventure. Yeah, it is. It is. So what has it been like for you guys? I guess I'll start with, with through your eyes looking at this. Um, to see these events go from an idea, the first one in Tulsa, and it's it's in fact your family time and, and things going on. There's a lot lot happening with that. What has it been like for you to see this evolve to where you guys are doing events with thousands of people every month? We, this is our 18th one we've been to with you. So what has it been like for you observing this you know, as a family member. And living it. And living it. <laughs> living literally it. living yeah. it. Well, it's been really fun because I've seen a change, I think, in our family uh, and in dad because... Um, obviously, we've, we've always loved Jesus, and we've always been kind of on the same team there. But there's so many things that we didn't know about that we're beginning to gain from other people. Right. Um, and so much knowledge uh, and, and personal growth. I think it challenges you when you're around fellow patriots um, to not just stand there and know something, but to stand there and do something. Oh, well, and he went from cute. clearly where he adamantly would not talk about uh, religion or politics. This is true. To yeah. where now... That's I can't get him to stop. Yes, a question about something. I learned something about Yuval Harari by the time we hang up. You yes. know, and and, 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 and Matthew twenty four or something. Oh, yeah. Jesus is King. Every yes. night before bed, I go in to tell him good night, and he says, "Did you know about?" And it's always something about <laughs> Harari or all that crazy uh, yeah. stuff. And so what, what, what does he uh, like to do with you guys in the evening? Or if he's gonna watch a show, what, what does he have the family watching so people know? Well, right now we're really into the Chosen, and yes. then we've been doing some Bible studies on some Sundays together, which is really fun, and we. We've been reading a lot of Matthew chapter 24. <laughs> yes. And then actually on one of the conferences on the way here, Aubrey listened with dad to Revelation. I think it was six times wow. on the drive down. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. That's incredible. It was great. It was great. Have you seen that this has really brought your family closer together? I think it has because I think that we've all grown to know more what we believe in we've all in different ways learned um, how to research and how to stand. Like I know that the kids with their school, that's been a very different situation than my schooling. Uh, but I think that we all learn something from each other in that. And I'm learning a lot from watching uh, dad uh, take a step of faith and do what he's called to do. Yeah. So I'm very excited about that. And, and when you talk about, you know, your siblings, like you said, she's at a different school than right. her younger, younger siblings. And so she's had a different experience. Um, and it, at times has been kind of painful to go through and especially to watch as yes. a mom. Um, but then I, I remember that, that God has his hand on them and he's using this to grow them. I mean, what have you seen as far as your siblings, maybe the growth that maybe wouldn't have been there, but you get to witness as an older sister in some of the experiences you see them walk through that, have, that are born from us um, hosting these events. Yeah. Well, I know, for instance, the younger two, uh, Leia and Scarlett, they had a bit of a situation with some people in their school. Not everyone. There's some great people in that school, but there was a situation with some kids. And I love my sister, Leia, because she had an instance where a kid just said something rude about our dad and my sister wasn't bothered by it. She was just confused because she said, why would they say that? They don't know him. Wow. And so these That's people are casting judgments. Yes. But I was just very encouraged by her because she wasn't angry. 
She just said, well, she they're was wrong. She kind of <laughs> amused and entertained. Yeah. I, huh. Someone would have the thought process to say these things and say, and, and when I said, well, you know, I think my dad is this way. They corrected her and said, she like, they acted like they knew my they dad. Yeah. Yeah. For their reference. She said, where did you get this information? And wow. they didn't really have an answer. So that is very impressive. It's almost like walking up and saying, hey, your dad's a bad dancer. Yeah. Like, when have you ever seen my dad dance? Exactly. You know, exactly. Know. It's, like, it's, it's, a, it's an odd thing that I think social media has brought into our world that um, people feel like they have because they know about somebody, yes. they feel like they have the right to comment about somebody. Yes. Yes. You know, because I see a small snippet yeah. and then make, you know, the judgment from there. Right. But I, I, I think it's been a very great learning experience for my kids because yeah. I think it's made them a lot stronger in who they are. It's also let them know, I think, about the way you treat people. Yes. yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and how you want to be moving forward and, 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 and you know, not everyone's going to have the same views, but so that you can come alongside someone and be that encourager, be the kind word. Yep. Um, so it's a, a lot of learning going on. Okay, so I have a question for you because, you know, we were in Tulsa, I think it was around December for a conference, a podcaster conference. And when I was there, I mean, obviously I've heard Clay talk a lot about Matthew 24, but the Lord had me in Matthew 24 for most of December. And there were some, you know, different things I was pulling from it. I know you all have been studying Matthew 24. What's been really jumping out to you or what's the Lord been showing you through that scripture. Do you want to go first? You sure. Want me to? You know, just that, you know, God is still in control. He's in control of everything. So we know we're going to go through these hard times. Yes. We know, you know, we don't know the day or the hour, but we know the season we're living in. And so we're in that season. That's very clear to us. And now what we can we do is whatever we are called to do in that, we need to walk in that. Because we don't know the day, we don't know the hour, but we can't just give up and say, Oh, well, it's all going to happen anyways. Yes, we know what's going to happen. But it also says that, you know, he, if we're going to Revelation now, that he will make war with the saints. Well, what does that mean? That means the saints are pushing back. They're not just rolling over, right? Exactly. And so I think it, it's our job to push back and stand for righteousness because that's how we bring people to come to know the Lord. You know, Jesus is Lord yeah. and Savior. And that's what this is all about. You know, God's it. allowing this to happen so that people can wake up and yes. come to know him. So I think it just solidifies to us that, yes, we know these things will happen. We know that, that the season we're living in, but we also know what we're called to do is to stand for righteousness and not be discouraged because, yes, these things will come, but it's not for us to worry about. It's to worry about being about his business, and he'll take care of us in that, and we'll be doing right what we need to do and not be concerned about the turmoil around us because it's just a part of it. Wow, that is so good. Excellent. How about you, Havana? What did you grab from it? Well, I think that we can expect problems and not just little problems, because I think that in, you know, Americanized Christianity all the time, we talk about expecting problems and we do expect them, but we expect the little ones, yes. the little like social uncomfortable. Oh, I don't like this. But Flat tires. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But we can expect serious problems, but that's okay because we're here for a purpose. Like, you know, we we're born for such a time as this. Yes. Um, and also I was reading in James, we were talking about how the testing of your face uh, produces perseverance. Uh -huh. And that's the thing is without hardship, you are, you have no character. And so hardship is almost God's gift to us. And so I think yeah. that going through all this, it's a gift. It's not just a challenge, but something yes. that we can grow through. You know, oh, James actually calls, challenges you to consider it joy. Yes. yes. You know, and so it's like, that's a whole different spin on the challenges, mm -hmm. you know, because it's not hopium like these challenges don't exist. It's like, I acknowledge it. And you know what? I'm embracing what's becoming, yes. you know, through that. One of the greatest strengths I see with, with like professional athletes um, and I see with your dad a lot with play mm -hmm. is the ability to compartmentalize things 
and and um, we've had conversations with him like before the New York event. There was a tremendous resistance. The attorney, the attorney general of the state of New York, had an axe to grind against your dad, which is like, isn't that baffling? You know, uh, it's hilarious. Consider, <laughs> consider that a lot of joy. Yeah. Um, so we we had a conversation with him. He's like, this is happening. They're coming against me. There were this, 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 and this. And then, and uh, by the way, there's uh, there's 47 tickets left, and we're expecting a great event. I'm like, he, this was real, and he's expecting this event to change lives and save America. And and he didn't let this. Lower this, you know, his expectation. He had a level 10 expectation and he was acknowledging level 10 problems. Uh, how, how do you, just observing, how do you see him do that and then how does that impact you? Well, I think he has a really good gift of knowing what he is supposed to do and doing it and not worrying about anything else. You know what comes to mind right now is what dad always says to you guys even, you know, do your best and forget the rest. Oh, yeah. You know, he's like, okay, obviously they're mad, they're coming at me, like, okay, well I know what I'm supposed to do, I'm gonna keep doing that and then I don't care. Like he has a, he always says this, but he genuinely means it. He has the ability to not care. Uh, <laughs> he really does. Really Haven't cool. you seen that? A lot of people oh, do that as an affirmation. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't really care what you think, you know. But like, he really, yeah, he really, he sincerely, like, his identity is not wrapped up in other people's opinion. Like, 100%. sincerely, 100%. I think a lot of that is born from maybe what he went through as a young child mm -hmm. with, yeah. you know, bullying and stuttering right. and having to really just make his own, you know. Okay, I'm going to make my own way, and I can't care because all these people don't accept me, anyways. Right. And so there was a certain freedom in that. Yep. It was painful. It's born from pain, but then it's also freeing to know that you know you, there's only wow. one audience you're performing for, and that's wow. the Lord. What have you? One point five. Yeah. Lord and you, I think. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 you're a big voice. In he's his a head. very he's a very good husband. Yeah. I'm sure you can tell. I, I, I love to watch you two together. I love to watch your family. It's really fun to to watch that. Can, can I throw in a family question? Yeah, on that? of course. A, a, like a, a Clark observation out of the Clark family is because people see Clay here and he does the intros great and stuff like that, but it makes perfect sense when you realize his DJ background. Yes. Yeah. You know, what's fun, I've seen a little bit on Facebook and then like at the Christmas party, your brother DJing. Oh, you yeah. Know, your dad and that. And we're, we're playing a game. Like General Flynn was doing a game and your brother was DJing and your dad's <laughs> working the mic. I'm like, it's kind of like a dream. You know, if you have a dream where like, it's like your normal life, but there's some weird mutated version of it. Yes, That's what yes. I felt like I was in, you know, like a weird, I, I got a dream last night. I was at Clay Clark's office and General Flynn was doing it. And this, you know, it's like, it was just a weird thing. So your, your brother's DJ and, 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 and your dad stopped and kind of, there, there was like a connection they had and had something to do with the beat and beat per minute or some kind of a thing. And then they kind of got back up to speed and I'm like, they're synced up on a very fun thing that they bond together. But you could tell that something is missing like a part. I don't think it was what I said. <laughs> no. Who's up there? See, you have to attend the reawakening. Who's the speaker? They are too fun. Is I don't that even Todd Coconado? Oh, Todd Coconado, that I makes sense. So. Yeah. So, so that's something you guys obviously live out in private. That couldn't have been just the Christmas party and then you faked it. Like yeah. you guys, that seems like your family culture. The wicked, yes. wicked, whack and living this stuff and doing things together. Yeah, we've done that for a long time. Like we, uh, we have chickens. And I remember there was one time our chickens had continually been eaten by all these animals. And Dad came home, he was all mad. He's like, 
we're gonna build a chicken coop and we're gonna fix the problem. So he comes home from work, which is a big deal during a regular work day, not the weekend. This is back when we had. Um, he was just business coaching, wasn't doing these. Which okay. You guys say he's his second full-time job, but yeah, he left business coaching, came home. And so, I mean, this was a big deal. We're like, oh no, it's getting serious. We went to the store. We bought a whole bunch of those pre-made fences. We bought like some sort of I don't even chain link something. He brought he brought he bought um, cement stuff. He had yes. standing on top of it. Yes. He was literally. She was on his shoulders. They were walking sideways, and mom was hammering things. He was so mad. He said, "No one will kill our chickens anymore. We are going to fortify this." I mean, it was, it, it looked pretty intense, but we, we left a little hole in the top, so they all, it was terrible. They all died. He was so mad. But anyways, it was fun because he's, as a he's family, we did that. Building thing. We're terrible. Yeah. Right, there's no there. Better businesses than chicken coops. That's right. For That's sure. Right. For sure. We always say, you know, because he's our business coach as well, yeah. that I really believe there is an anointing. There is. Over Clay for business, for coaching, and for helping other people yeah. to be able to achieve that same. You know what, um, so I saw this, recognized it years ago when we had the DJ business. Yeah. You know, we sold that in 2008, I believe, but we know we got married in um, 2000, or no, 2001, 2001. And as he grew that DJ business, I remember telling him, you're not a DJ, you're a, like a business coach because yeah. he was coaching people for free at the time, trying to help grow their um, bridal, you know, bridal dress business or their 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 location because he knew if I help them grow, they can give me more referrals because the bride book gets the what the dress yeah. before they get the DJ. So he's helping all for free doing this. And I just saw it so clearly, and he looked at me and said, "So I said, you we need to sell this." You know, he goes. I will DJ forever. I will DJ till I die. <laughs> till like, I'm 80. I and then he made me a picture that was called DJ Clavis Franklin. It was Benjamin Franklin. And he put his head on it like this old man with a wig. <laughs> and it cracks me up to this day. But I saw it so clearly. He has, there's like a, something about like a father's yeah. heart yeah. to yes. coach and lead. Yep. And I'll tell you, he really looked for that. And that's why he went to go to try to find mentors in business. Yeah. And and he wanted, what he's providing others, he wanted so badly for himself. That makes sense and yeah. then um and he's he's become that for others but he has a yeah. great joy in it i don't know how to explain it yeah it gives him great satisfaction when he can see when he can help someone and see them be successful with it and that's why i, I i'm sure you guys have seen this if he does take on a client and they don't choose to do the work he doesn't keep them as a client right. people are like no. well i don't understand why wouldn't you just keep them and let them because he he doesn't he wants to see someone be successful right Right. And if they're not listening, if they're not coachable, then they, he can't guarantee their success. And he said, I'd rather not, you know, be paid to do that. Like, right. give me someone who, who's going to listen and do it and let me help them grow and be successful. And so it's, it is an anointing and a gift I yep. see on him. And it's, it's there's like a, a fathering heart is the way I can explain it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And he, you see that here as well. You know, with these events, it's taken a lot because he does, he has everything that he was doing before. Yeah. And these events. That's why I say you well. got a second full-time job. He really did. What, what have you guys seen? My last question is: What have you guys seen as a family during this time? Because there's a lot of sacrifice that's come to make these events possible. That's making a difference in our in our country. What have you guys seen as a family? Has the dynamics changed? Well, I, you know, I'll, I'll go first. And I'll let her go. I, I think you know, there's definitely been a grace that's been given on us to do it because we couldn't do this in the natural. Sure. We could not do it in the natural. Like I said, he's got his normal clients and full-time job, yeah. and yet he's been handed this, and somehow God has brought us joy in it and made it made it seamless and able to happen um, I love it when our kids can come um, but more than often than not the three little ones haven't been able to recently with with, with um, 
obligations that they have with their sure. sports and things. But God has made it possible and brought us great joy in doing it. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And there's something in Clay that, yes, he has to work a lot of long hours making it happen, but there's something in him that enjoys doing it too. And I know that. Like I told him, I'm like, you know what? You get a pass because like you're like helping save the country and like bring people to Jesus. So like somehow God is like calmed me down in that. Like that's okay. But otherwise I'm sure I'd be quite riled up and like, you need to be out. But I'm like, you know what? God is giving me like, it's okay. It's okay. Like I'm proud of what he's doing. Yeah. And I'm glad that we get to be a part of it. And he's a wonderful husband. He's a wonderful father. He's yeah. always said, he's like, you know what? I might not be the most like spontaneous. Let's go on vacation. Let's go here. Let's go there. He's like, but I'm a rock. I'm consistent. Yeah. I know I can always count on him. I know where he's going to be, when he's going to be. He's going to yeah. be on time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he keeps his priorities. He understands where his priorities are yes. and he keeps those in order. And what he's called to do. Yeah. What, what have you seen, you know, as a child? I know it's different well, than Well, I think me. jumping from that, uh, the piece, because I know that in the beginning, like mom does a lot of the the, the like day to day stuff with right. all the events. Yeah. And she'd be on the phone with people trying to figure all this out. And mom has always been, you know, you've always been like a person of faith, so you know, like it'll be fine. But there were a few times where it got a little bit stressful because, sure. you know, there's so many people and so many different things going yeah. on and booking and, you know, getting moved, uh, venues moved and all this stuff. But I think that we've kind of gotten to the point where it's like, well, we're supposed to be doing this. So God will get us a venue yeah. and he will get us the people. And anytime that there's something that we could not do, like even with driving, God always provides the people that you need. So, I mean, all the people that are working on this, people that are selling tickets are phenomenal people that yeah. a lot of them are going out of their own way. Yeah. Like, we didn't know these people. Right. Some of them are coming from out of state, but it's because God moved them here. It's yeah. not anything that we could have done. And, and I mean, they wouldn't have come. If it was right. us, we don't know any of these people. You know, and you're right. I forget about this, that my probably stance in the beginning versus now is in the beginning, I was a lot more kind of worked up and stressed. Sure. How are we going to? And now I've just seen God's provision through all of it. Wow. And I'm like, you know what? Okay, so what? You're going to sue us? Okay. Like, right. I remember I laughed when that guy, because I thought, at this point, God told us to do this. Yeah. Like, what, you think we're going to, like, pull back now? Because, right. oh, God told us to do it, but you're suing us, so maybe we should stop? That doesn't change what God said to we do. We find it really funny. Yeah. We always end up laughing about these things. <laughs> I think that's a that's a heavenly perspective right there. It's, yeah. it's actually a perspective of flying above all of the yuckiness here and knowing who you're connected right. to and yeah. really understanding the mandate that the Lord has on you all. So that's so exciting. Thank you so much for joining yes, us today. Thank you for everything that your family does to help to make these events possible because it's really changing our country and ultimately changing our world. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, thank you guys. Thanks for having us. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go, you know the you know the thing. We will shut you down, we will cite you, and if we need to, we will arrest you and we will take you. To jail, period. I wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. God actually spoke to me. He spoke about sacredness. He said to me, Kim, what I place in many, many people is sacred. And if anybody touches what is sacred to me, then it is the end for them. So what I've done in the United States of America is sacred. And there are people on every side that are trying to destroy what I deem sacred. And it's not going to happen. This is the definition of criminal conspiracy, racketeering, and collusion. This is not a theory. This is evidence. Because I have upheld this country to spread the light. 
reawakened the American heart. Do your feet ache and throb in pain with every step you take every day of your life? Well, kiss those days goodbye with slippers from MyPillow.com. How about that flimsy, flat little excuse for a pillow that's nothing but eight hours of disappointment? Causing you pain in your neck every single night. You can wake up with nothing but butterflies and rainbows around your head with a MyPillow pillow. Those hard wood floors hurting your old bones? No more with a MyPillow dog bed. Are your towels worn thin, flimsy, more patchy than Joe Biden's memory? There's nothing better than absorbent towels from MyPillow.com. For all of these products and more, go to MyPillow.com, use promo code FLYOVER for up to 66% off. For more great content, go to FlyOverConservatives.com. <laughs> 